1: The next Mornings and More podcast with Steph and Sean. Now available daily. Good morning, world.
2: Good morning. Happy Monday. It's March 27th and it's 530 on the dot. How the heck are we with our new rays?
1: With our new rays. Oh, we're doing good because it's got to warm us up a little bit. I need to buy another sweater. <laughs> yeah.
2: I don't get it. When I started to walk to work this morning... <gasps> I just loaded up the weather forecast. I just uh-huh. pressed refresh on this bad boy. How'd
1: that make you feel? You're Shocked I, and appalled? I
2: just, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll just, get, I'll just go right to the point here. Uh, minus 26 with the wind chill, minus 35 right now.
1: And it feels like it. Like, yeah. I put my hat and scarf around my face today, walked yeah. out of my house, and I was like, ooh, that wasn't enough. It it just doesn't feel like it's keeping me warm enough.
2: Yeah, yeah, I layered up when I I, I woke up, and I think my phone said minus 22, I was like, no, that can't be true. That can't be true. And then I kind of like took a step outside. I was like, okay, it's pretty true. (laughs) It's pretty true. It's pretty chilly out there. So I layered up for my walk to work this morning, wasn't happy.
1: Yeah, not feeling good about it. I don't know where Mr. Spring is, but I would like him to show up, maybe on Friday, zero degrees. Even still, like, it <sighs> feels like where's the plus 20s in March that were like, ha, ah, this feels so good and such a surprise. But I'm like expecting it every year because it always comes, it hasn't come yet.
2: Yeah, we had one day of like kind of plus 10. And then the rest of it has been pretty gosh darn miserable.
1: One day, come <laughs> on. <laughs> Corgi Butt Buns.
2: What does that even mean? (laughs) What is that? I don't get it.
1: (laughs) It's a bun that's shaped like a corgi butt, complete with a dab of hazelnut spread for poop in the middle of it.
2: Oh. Okay, hazelnut sounds kind of good. I don't like it described as poo, but...
1: (laughs) I don't like it described as a butt at all. Like... (laughs) Why are humans so weird? And people are flocking to this bakery to get a corgi butt bun.
2: Yeah, I guess you got to hop on uh, the, the the top the trending topic. And just see if you can profit off of it. Is it working for
1: them? <laughs> um. Well, I guess so. People are flocking to it. But they said, yeah. we got the idea from our friend Matthews Corgi. One day, he brought the dog out, and it was the first time I met her. And I could just see her shaking her butt <laughs> when walking, and I thought, this is just adorable. No wonder people always say that the fluffy booty is one of the Corgi's signature features. Then I was thinking, since our buns are also fluffy, yeah. maybe we could make a bun shaped like her butt.
2: <laughs> yeah, combine the two together. I mean, yeah, my For <laughs> You page is filled with dogs. And I see the corgi butt, and it's hilarious. They got hips like Shakira. They don't lie. But, <laughs> like, it's not for me, but I can see where people are going with this.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's got to be something cuter that you can make out of a corgi butt or something less edible, please. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, sure. Is it minus twenty six, minus thirty four with the wind chill? Whatever. But there's one thing <laughs>
1: yeah, that sure.
2: I am going to miss about this weather, Steph.
1: Okay, I'm I'm glad that you still have something to miss about it. What is
2: it? Yeah, one thing. Not two. Not even two. Just one thing that I'm going to miss about this weather, and it's leaving my ice cream outside of my door of my bedroom into the outside world. Instead of walking it back upstairs to my fridge.
1: What do you do? Just keep a spoon in your room so that anytime you want to just open your bedroom door and have ice cream, you're like, ah, I'm ready.
2: I do have a trusty spoon you're in kidding. my room that I I go over to my ensuite bathroom and, and clean off and then put it in its trusted place. And then whenever I'm feeling the need for ice cream, I just open my patio door, <laughs> grab my little leader, bring it in. Find my trusty spoon, hammer away, put it back outside,
1: and we're all good. Okay, where is the trusted place of this trusty spoon?
2: What do you mean, where is it? It's just tucked away with a, like a dishcloth. Just kind of wrap it up.
1: Like in your nightstand. I just feel like this spoon like has a trusted place. Where is it? Like
2: On my table?
1: Okay. It's
2: just on my, on my dining table okay. <laughs> and then it's on a towel. It's nothing like it's not like a magical spot for a spoon. You it's called
1: just... it a trusty place. I <laughs> suspected that you were like, in my drawer, I have a jewelry box yeah. that I open and the spoon is shining there saying, eat some ice cream, Sean. I have
2: my finest china <laughs> hanging on my wall and then I open the cupboard doors and upon that... I. I shine my light and I, I hold it up to the gods and I say, please guide me towards this liter of ice cream that I'm about to devour.
1: <laughs> about a year ago, my friends and I went shopping for material and decided that we were all going to make quilts. Oh yeah. And that was going to be our summer project and they all finished theirs last summer.
2: <laughs> You're, and?
1: And I and? just have a big reusable grocery bag full of a bunch of pieces of material. <laughs> I haven't quite turned into a quilt yet, and I'm just not sure why.
2: <laughs> You're just not a hardcore quilter like them, or do they go at a steady pace and you don't go at any pace?
1: Um, a, a little bit of both, and then as well, I think I picked a harder pattern. I watched a YouTube oh. video that said, make a quilt in an hour, and uh, it lied. Yeah. (laughs) Not only that, I'm left-handed. I have these great scissors, but I don't think a rotary cutter works the same for left-handed people (laughs) as it does for right.
2: What was your experience going into quilting when you and your friends decided this journey?
1: Okay, I had taken seven years of sewing lessons growing up, but I made a lot of clothes when I did Uh that. Um, My grandma is like a star quilter. Every blanket in my house is a quilt that she has made. And I thought I would be like... You know, pretty good at following. (laughs) Yeah. Like I can do this. And so when they all made just squares as their quilt blocks with just one piece of material, I was like, you know what? I found this great pattern that takes six pieces of material for one block (laughs) and you have to cut them all out. And I'm gonna do that because I am a star quilter. It's in my jeans. My
2: great grandmama (laughs) That is in a blood that we are great quilters.
1: (laughs) It's terrible. Fast forward two years. Fast forward. I have to say I feel like I've hardly done any sewing versus cutting. Like I'm just constantly cutting so that I can sew it back together, but I never get to the sewing part. It's awful. I'll never do it again. I will my eyes were bigger than my my skills. Yeah.
2: What is the ETA on the finished quilt? What do you think? How when do you think it will be finished? Another 2 years or
1: I'm going to be completely honest. I think it's going to go back in my closet for two years, and then it might just go to a thrift store as one bag of material, and somebody else can else it else can out. finish
2: it. <laughs> Holy moly, Steph. The basketball was good over the weekend.
1: How many hours did you watch, Sean? Oh
2: my goodness! Too much to count on my hand. I'll oh. tell you that much. Uh, there was a there was a good bit of basketball going on. Uh, it was good in the terms of entertainment, bad in terms of my bracket versus your bracket competition with breakfast on the line.
1: Ooh, are you starting to tell me that I'm closer and closer to you getting free breakfast? No,
2: I'll preface the this way that we both suck, and uh, <laughs> we both uh, we both have no one left. But
1: be for yourself. No I'm kidding. <laughs> We,
2: uh, We have no one left. There's four teams left. We didn't pick any of them to make it to the Final Four. But to our defense, not a lot of people did. Okay. Oh, okay. Like literally out of the tens of hundreds of millions of brackets filled out, I think under 100 people had this final four making it to the end. Wow. So we started with 64 teams. There's four quadrants. Each quadrant is ranked 1 to 16. Out of the four quadrants representing the south region, we have a five seed. Out of the east region, we have a nine seed. Out of the Midwest region, we have a five, and out of the West, we have a four. Now, usually what happens is we have uh, a lot of one seeds make it out, a lot of two, and maybe a three. Okay. This year, there's a five, there's a nine, there's a four. Like it has been one of the wildest, if not the wildest, year to tune in to March Madness.
1: So, what are you saying about our bracket? Oh
2: yeah, I forgot about that. I hoping you would forgot.
1: Uh, so <laughs> basically,
2: like you won. Okay, whatever.
1: Oh, oh thank you. Yeah, whatever. I heard you won. earlier <laughs> in this bracket, you said I that we both suck, but it sounds like maybe just one of us sucks, and it isn't me.
2: <laughs> you won. Whatever. You, you got thirty two right on your way to the final and i got 29 right so just whatever.
1: call me sports girl whatever. over here oh whatever like Did it's I whatever okay the sports analyst no yes, yes. no yes no
2: yes whatever <laughs> it's whatever uh i want to highlight something else though okay, okay. miss brag a lot over there <laughs> um uh over on the women's side of march madness there was something that has never been done either And I just need to highlight this really quick Caitlin Clark, she plays for Iowa uh, Probably going to win the national championship Absolutely fantastic First person ever, men's or women's side In history to put up a 40 point triple double
1: Whoa, I don't know what that means
2: But but it's impressive Clark. Uh, So basically she put double digits in a bunch of stat categories So she did 41 points, 10 rebounds, 12 assists Never been done before on any side She is incredible And we just love to highlight that
1: Wow A new study has come out about fake followers, and apparently Justin Bieber is kind of the worst Canadian offender. He's the ninth most (laughs) followed account on Instagram, but they say close to 74 million of his followers are fake. That is
2: so interesting. It's believable when you like, because do you get fake followers? Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's pretty common for everyone to get like a random crypto bro here or just like a sexy model trying to slide into your DMs there. And I'm sure it's only amplified the bigger your following is.
1: Totally, totally. So they say that 26% of Justin Bieber's followers are fake. Um, They also looked at Drake's account. They said 35 million (laughs) of Drake's followers also fake and that sits at 26%. But the interesting thing is they're sponsored posts. So they get paid basically Mm. by how many millions of followers they have. Yeah, And Bieber would make $328,000 less per post if these 74 million followers didn't exist and got kind of kicked off the platform.
2: Okay, you would think... You would think that like someone who is investing this type of money into like, these artists, they would look into like, the advanced analytics Like <laughs> this study looked into as well. They're like, well, we're only going to pay you 700000 instead of a million for this post because you have this many amount of fake followers that actually aren't going to see the post.
1: Can you imagine working in that kind of money? Drake as well, it says, because of his fake followers, he'd make $155,000 mm. less. Her post. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm looking at my own following and basically whenever I get a fake account that follows me I block it and yeah. then it says um, block this account and any other accounts they create I'm like yes that sounds good and then I lose four followers Pretty much every time I'm just like wow you were just all hiding in the background there waiting to strike steal my account what are you up to yeah you
2: know when we <laughs> have our multiple f- accounts so it's like our own page and then like the radio station page yeah. they like double click that and it's just like 17 pages come up
1: yeah. gross oh my gosh terrible it is l- not Wednesday it's <laughs> Monday but it is a waypoints <laughs> fifty fifty. and it ends today I was right you know waypoints, it used to be waypoint's I, yeah, know. Exactly. I was just like all right I know i'm talking about (laughs) (laughs) but we have jason beck here with us today who is from waypoints to chat a little bit about this 50 50 jason what's going on
0: well it's 50 50 day which means somebody (laughs) in this community could win up to a hundred thousand dollars whoa i love the sounds of that yeah right wouldn't that be nice
1: that would be be
0: a good vacation
1: i mean yeah that'd be a good lot of vacations with a a bunch of debts paid off
0: yeah. All that kind of stuff. Forget about Christmas. What was that? Yeah, paid. zero investing on my part. Done. I'm doing a bunch of fun things. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right? Take I your like vacation, how you think. Yes. Get that side by side, all those 100%. Dream there's a life. lot
0: you could do with that money. But of course, you've got to get in it to win it. Mm. So you have to buy, right? So right. that's the whole thing. So yeah, uh, waypoints5050.com uh, is where people can get their tickets. And of course, the jackpot right now is sitting at around $6,000 already. So it's going until 11 p.m. tonight. So it could get easily up there, pretty high. There we wow.
1: go. Oh, for sure. Now tell us, where does the funds go? The half that you get to keep.
0: Uh, me, me? No, not me. Waypoints <laughs> does get to the other half. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, absolutely. No, so, of course, everybody knows Unity House here in our community. It's the emergency shelter. Of course, we have a second stage shelter as well. Uh, we have a wide range of programs and services that the, the money does go to help support within the community. They can go to waypointswb.ca for, to see our full list of the many services that, and programs that we offer in the region.
1: Yeah, great cause, great cause, and of course, half the other half of the money could be going to you, but you do have to get in uh, tickets. Lots of options here, right? Eh?
0: Yeah, so it's uh, one for ten, and then fifty for twenty-five dollars, and then two hundred and fifty. Opportunities to win for just fifty dollars. Wow, I love the sounds of that. That's, That's great options right there. That's some good odds.
1: Yeah, for sure. It'd be hard to buy a one for ten when you know you could get two fifty <laughs> for fifty.
0: Yeah, or go in, go in, on it with a friend. Like, put you both put in twenty five bucks, or you both put in a hundred, and then you get a ton of tickets. There. So, like, yeah, and then, yeah, but you have to trust them that you know they'll split it with you at the end. Yeah, so. you have
1: to drop a little contract. <laughs> yeah, <the>
0: right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Make sure it's so somebody who you know split. really, really well. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amazing. So, waypoints5050.com is where you need to head to get those tickets. And it's only until tonight. I'm looking at the countdown. 14 hours Ooh. and 48 minutes left to get yourself in on that draw. And hopefully... All your things are paid for this year if you win it.
0: Love it. Let's make it happen. Count me in. I
2: love a good (laughs) 50-50. Thanks for coming in and taking the time, Jason. (laughs) Thanks for having me. Is it minus 25 right now? Sure. But you know what I'm going to do? What? It's shorts weather. It is
1: not? Okay.
2: Yes, it is. And I'm speaking it into existence because I am sick and tired of the cold lingering around this long. It is gosh darn shorts weather starting today sometime.
1: Okay, so you are actually planning on stepping outside in your shorts or are you just like, it's shorts weather no matter what, even though I'm not going to open my door and I'm just going to be wearing shorts inside.
2: I might wear shorts tomorrow. That's how confident I I am in this. I busted out the shorts on Friday. We had that bowling event and we were beach themed and I didn't even bring sweats to like change into afterwards or or wear over top or anything.
1: Friday was a very different day than today.
2: See, and this is what I'm, I'm speaking it into existence and I'm speaking it moving forward, we ain't going to have any of this minus 30 anymore, okay? I'm speaking it I'm manifesting the crap out of this.
1: Okay. You sound like me when I tell my husband, I was going the speed limit. The speed limit was 60. And he's like, no, you have to drive for the conditions. If the road (laughs) is slippery, you don't get to go to 60 just because the sign (laughs) is posted. It's like, just because the calendar says it's March 27th doesn't mean you get to wear shorts. You have to dress for the conditions, John.
2: That's very very fair. But when I, like on Friday when I was wearing those shorts and I was in that sunshine and the sun was beaming down on these hairy white legs that I had. (laughs) It felt so good. Like, it literally felt so good.
1: It was plus five on Friday. I'm looking at the (laughs) forecast right now. Not a single day in the week-long forecast is getting above zero.
2: That's fine. That's fine, because... Like I was mentioning, these hairy white legs, it's essentially sweat. So I think I'll be good. So I'm announcing that it's a short season. If anyone wants to join me, we can, we can start a hashtag and move forward on okay. this bad boy. Manifest
1: together. <laughs> you guys try and change the weatherman for us all, all right? <laughs> the first five episodes of season four of Love is Blind dropped on Friday night, mm. and I need to talk about it.
2: I totally forgot. I am so sorry. <laughs> I was watching that silly perfect match show that has been out for a while. Sean,
1: that is inconsequential. We could have talked about that back in January yeah, when it first came out and I watched bad. it. We are on to Love is Blind now. I'm not going to give any spoilers okay. because it was just so good. You have to watch it for yourself. But last night when I finished the fifth episode, I scoured Facebook to see if anybody else was posting about it. I saw one acquaintance and I was like, are we acquaintancy enough for me to message and be like, let's talk about this.
2: Yeah. Okay. Uh, first five episodes, if I recall from other seasons, you pretty much get through and you kind of see who is going to be linked up, right?
1: Yeah, you get through the dating and the pods, you get through the proposals. And in fact, we got all the way through the honeymoon as well. And now they're just Really? So on the plane heading back to Seattle to start living their lives together for the next couple of weeks as engaged couples.
2: Right. Of. Yeah, I remember they do. They they hammer through a lot. They get right through it, and they get right to kind of the people living together. Okay, so there's a lot of juicy things to go through.
1: There is. And I just want to say there's this one character, no spoilers, yeah. but her name is Irina. Yeah. And uh, the amount of headlines I saw last week on Friday after it dropped at midnight with Love is Blind is in its villain era. Whoa. Irina is the real villain in Love is Blind. Like, you just got to watch out for her. I think she's going to be the most hated person on reality TV. What? And... To be honest, she kind of deserves it. She's not a great person, and I feel bad for um, the people she fools.
2: <laughs> okay, well, well, someone call or text and have a conversation with staff here. I got some things to catch up on.
1: <laughs> you know when you reach in your pocket to grab your phone and discover it's not there, and then you just think, I must have left it at home, or I must have left it in the car. That's what happened. A little
2: uneasy, but you have some ideas.
1: Yeah. Um, on Saturday, I went skiing. I had a pretty big fall. Like, it was one of those ones where you're like, oh, my whole body is jarred. (laughs) Then I stood up, kept skiing, and I don't know, 15 minutes later I thought, oh, I really want to take a picture of this. (laughs) I reached into my pocket, my phone wasn't there. And then I just started trying to convince myself that I left my phone in the truck. For sure, that's what I did.
2: Now, did you put it in a pocket that you usually, or like, was a jacket pocket, pants pocket? What are you thinking here?
1: Jacket pocket that I never zip up, which makes oh. no <laughs> sense why I wouldn't zip it up to go skiing with. Or, you know, check around me after I've had a jarring fall. Yes,
2: <laughs> a lot of common sense things. Not so common around this time.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I continued to ski, and this ski was about two hours long. Ooh. And then I just kept thinking... And what minute
2: did it happen in the two-hour span? Minute early? 15. Oh, yeah. early on. Okay. Yeah. So wow. an hour
1: and 45 of thinking, I hope my phone's in the truck. Every time I saw something nice, I was like, oh, I'd love to take a picture. And wait, 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 wait. Truck. So
2: minute 15, this happens. When did you want to take the picture? How long into the ski was that?
1: Uh, about 15 minutes later. So. Oh, so you
2: didn't want to go back
1: and no. retrace
2: your steps or whatever? No,
1: because I was on like the Birchwood Trail. So you're on kind of a loop. Right. And so if you go yes. back, then you just have to... Yeah. Do it again, I guess. (laughs) So I kept skiing. I kept saying to my husband, oh, let's make a great picture. Why don't you take your phone out? (laughs) We get back to the Doug Barnes cabin. And as soon as we walked in, wonderful Inga was like... Hey, did you lose your phone? I was like, oh my gosh. See,
2: you (laughs) knew all along. If it wasn't going to be in your truck, uh, you know, someone else found it because I got good people here.
1: Okay, I only saw two other people on the trail all Saturday. So the fact that somebody skied the same trail as me and saw my phone somehow... (laughs) Uh, Strewing into the snow <laughs> I'm very thankful that they picked it up and returned to the cabin before I did
2: and is it still working did you have to throw it in rice what's the word
1: yeah it works fine it was as if they they must have been like half a minute behind us <sighs> or something like it's it's a great little phone and it's still kicking I mean as well I think iPhone 12s and up are kind of waterproof like you can put them in water and, okay and they're okay so yeah thank you to no kidding Yeah. Thought this phone shouldn't be here. And also, where can I put this that they'll find it? Back at the cabin. What, wh- a, what a nice soul. <laughs>
2: what did you learn? Zip, Zip up. up
1: your pockets. <laughs> <laughs> the Monday after.
2: I finally got onto this after a couple months of being in the dark. But perfect match over on Netflix. Started watching it.
1: Oh, my goodness. That is like an all-star cast of all your favorite reality show Stars yeah, from sure. Netflix shows. So yeah. it's got like some folks from Love is Blind, The Circle, Too Hot to Handle, even 20 somethings Austin, which is kind of weird.
2: Yeah, I found it funny that the mole people were on there as well. Obviously, it's Netflix, but it's like totally different than all the dating shows that are kind of like the conglomerate of Perfect Match. And you're like, well, these hot dudes were on the mole, so let's just <laughs> throw them into the mix <laughs> as well, even though they're not really sure what to do here.
1: <laughs> yeah, they were funny though. Like, Will from The Mole. Kind of turned out to be a pretty big jerk, I felt like. Yeah, he's like, this is all
2: strategy, and he he was going into it like it's the mole. I I describe Perfect Match as uh, Bachelor in Paradise. It is 100% the same show, except that obviously Bachelor in Paradise just used the two things under its umbrella that they had was Bachelor and Bachelorette, and it gave TV time to people that were voted off the show, essentially, or not voted off, but didn't get a rose. (laughs) Pretty this is much. the same thing this is the same thing with all the Netflix shows they want more TV out of these entertaining people and so they just created a show to somehow get that they don't care if they fall in love or not
1: yeah totally not and I mean I don't. it doesn't seem like the people on the show even care if no. they fall in love I mean judging by I uh, Ann Sophie she just it, was kind of like eh, I don't feel like being here anymore see ya bye yeah
2: yeah and so I, I'm I'm perfectly fine with it too. It's it's pointless entertainment to kind of get me through uh, a little boring stretch or whatever. And I'm sure they'll make plenty more seasons. I just hate that they use the word "perfect match" all the time. It just like it's like they're contractually obligated to be like,
1: "What about finding my perfect match?" <laughs>
2: no, I'm done.
1: You know that they're not looking no. for their perfect match. They're just looking to get more Instagram followers. Yeah. <laughs>